0: podcast featuring legends of the past stars of today season previews and race reviews introspection opinion facts and laughs here's your host steve mathis
1: welcome everybody to the fly racing racer x podcast presented by maxis alpine stars and slick wash products thank you for listening it's a seattle Wrap up. Lots to talk about when it comes to Seattle with Wygant and JT. Thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. And uh, the Formula Helmet out is out now. The guys at Fly have really, really spent a lot of money and a lot of time developing the best helmet they can. And uh, you'll see this helmet on the head of Baggett and Bogle and Osborne and all almost all the Fly Riders out there. So Formula Helmet out now. Very exciting things for the folks at Fly Racing. They are stoked on it. And uh, I love mine. Absolutely love it. Uh, also presented by Alpine Stars. I love the Tech 7 boot. It's my boot of choice. If you want a boot that doesn't have the booty in it, it's Tech 7 for you. Uh, Tech 10, the most advanced boot in motocross today and on the feet of most of the Supercross racers out there. Alpine Stars, uh, Bionic Neck support system as well. Uh, They're very big fans of that. And uh, please check them out on the web. Maxxis Tires, MXST, developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath. Available now at your local dealer, AJ are running them in Supercross. So from your light truck to your trailer to your mountain bike, Maxxis has you covered. Slick Wash products, the three-step wash solution, is really, really cool. I've got it myself. It comes with a brush. It comes with a pre-wash. It comes with the soap and everything else. Monster Energy Pro Circuit uses it. Use the code STEVE when you check out it at slickwash.com, and we thank those guys as well for coming on, product, uh, coming on the podcast, I should say. All right. Seattle Supercross wrap-up review. Let's do this. All right. Let's get into it. As promised, uh, the Seattle Supercross Fly Racing Racer X race review lots to talk about when it comes to seattle uh that's for sure with me uh in studio here two-time german supercar champion two-time montreal supercar champion now working for fly racing flyracing.com check out the formula helmet if you get a chance people it's really really cool jason thomas what's up jt in studio
2: i am i am at i'm at the mansion first time very uh very happy the to mansion be- yes yeah the mansion sure. very happy to be here excited to do pulp show tonight
1: it is not a mansion i would like for the record it is not a mansion i have neighbors 10 feet on either side of me mansions do not have that uh, that's not, not necessarily true <laughs> looks, looks it is awful sub- nice to me it is suburbia i am deep in suburbia all right um also on the line the voice of ama motocross series the voice of Endurocross, the voice of flat track with aj allmendinger and kristen beat he's jason wygant yeah Is Flat Track started yet?
0: We just started. We had our first show. The first race was last weekend, and then the first show was this weekend. Um, Almendinger, a huge, huge Supercross guy. Really? Yeah. So NBC, now they have all these motorsports properties. They turned their Thursday NASCAR show into now Motorsports Hour, where they talk about all the other series. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how are they going to do this? They keep teasing, like, and when we come back, Supercross. And I'm like, what are they going to do? Dude, he nailed it. I'm talking 250 class, knowing who's on what team and wow. who's had win streaks, and I was like, "What is going?" He's like, Rolo, you know, it's always been about potential versus injury with him, and this year it's finally coming together." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> Who uh, are you?" <laughs> and then, I mean, you know how it is—like people can rap about the the premier class, but to me, that's the line in the sand between someone who's really following and not knowing the 250s. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he does so. Um. Now, yeah, it should be good. He's into motorcycle racing. I,
1: I don't I don't really know much about NASCAR stuff and all that, but um, yeah. di- didn't he get suspended for Adderall or something?
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh. way back. Well, actually, not way back. I think it was 2012-ish or something, so that's kind of not too far removed from when he no. got.
1: Yeah, you could be like, hey, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. yeah, I talked to him about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They have a much more, i just probably be surprising, uh, a much more transparent and clear way of taking care of that situation.
1: Yeah, imagine that, right?
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Um, yeah. All right. Uh, and, oh, by the way, did Jeff Ward win or no?
0: Uh, he didn't qualify, unfortunately.
1: Oh, okay. Sipes win?
0: I don't, here's what I don't get about flat track. I don't get this. So, Wardy, like, bumps into a dude, hits his front brake lever, and they have, like, these monstrous front brakes because they had pavement on this track. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I couldn't believe It's so, like I touched the front brake lever and it just completely locked up. And he's like, I guess that's why some guys are in handguards what?:
1: Yeah What? yeah. Uh, yeah, because if you're going to come close to guys, put, put a hand guard on.
0: Uh, yeah, And I'm like, so you just didn't know that." He's like, "No, I didn't know.
1: Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. uh, all right, lots to talk, talk about when it comes to Seattle, for sure. Um, Marvin jumped on a, on a Red cross that that is, no doubt. Uh, this is a new rule that came in last year. Jeremy Martin had it happen to him. Um, Marv loses some purse money and he loses points. There, but, and people freaked out on it. But I mean, we took a win away from uh, Dungy, uh three years ago. I, I don't. I'm okay with this. I'm fu- like people are outraged on social media. Obviously, I'm fine with this. Marv did the. It, Marv admitted it. It's clear as day on the on the TV show. He shouldn't have done that. Other people did not do it. But I don't think you can take a win away, JT. I don't think you can just be like, hey. You got a, a, you know, I don't know, two and a half second advantage here. We at the beginning of a twenty minute race, we're taking the whole win away. I, I maybe if you pass for the lead, if you pass for the lead on a jumping, you can take the win away because who knows if that pass would have been happened because passing is hard. Maybe then you could do it, but for a guy all well, by himself,
0: actually, the rule does say if you pass somebody, gain oh. a position, then they take it away.
1: Okay, so yeah, okay, I'm yeah. fine with that because that that yep. is that is a clear. I don't know, I'm fine with this, JT. Yeah, it's a harsh rule, but you know I, I do like the
2: fact that it's black and white, and there wasn't a lot of uh, you know it's tough to appeal. It was really clear that Marvin did it. He didn't argue it. He there was really no you know he didn't really have a leg to stand on. Anyway, uh, I'm interested to hear what Weech has to say on this because I know he spoke to the AMA uh, about this. So for me personally, I didn't have a problem with it, although it it seems really rough. You know, seven points is a lot of points for. A mistake that probably didn't change the results anyway. Um, but I think they're trying to make a point like, hey, guys, Red Cross is out. Don't screw around. Yeah, Like, this is this is a serious deal, which is true. Like, you could, could hurt somebody really badly. Uh, this case wasn't – you know, he was clear and it wasn't. But they've got to take a, a strong stance on this.
1: There is an issue at times, whether it's a blue flag, whether it's a Red Cross flag, whether it's a yellow, where the people waving it aren't doing a good enough job. But this wasn't one of No, those. no, no. But, but at yeah. times. So I could see down the road, if this happened down the road – and the flagger isn't quite uh, trained enough or isn't close on the jump enough. And he's sort of, you know, like there's oftentimes like meek flaggers, right? Yeah. Um, so I, that's I think, an issue. I think but. as
2: a rider, though, you just have to know, like, I can't take any chance. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to I'm just going to err on the side of caution every single yeah. time if I see a Red Cross anywhere, because, man, seven points well, like that could be the championship decider. The dudes behind
0: them all figured it out. They did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, so, Kenny yeah. came
2: to a complete stop, yeah, you know, yeah. so, so we, we what you find out?
0: Well, there wasn't much to find out from the AMA. I mean, the rule is what it is, and they enforced it exactly the way they said they would and exactly the way they did with Martin last year at Indy. Uh, so, there, I mean, there really wasn't much new knowledge to be gained. The only thing I wanted to know was that when I, when I said, hey, here's what the rule is, this is what the penalty is probably going to be, and that is what the penalty turned out to be, people were mad. I think a lot of people want Roxon to win a race because that would be a cool story, and they feel he got robbed, whatever. People have their biases. But the only legitimate complaint I think I saw from people is like, well, if it's so clear, why does it take so long? Were they doing backroom bribing negotiations with KTM and Roger DeCoster? So I did want to know, like, why couldn't you just decide on lap two? This is what it's going to be. Because it's pretty cut and dry, right? Right. Uh, and they said, look, we owe it to the rider to tell them about it, ask him about it, show them the footage give him a chance to retort. They're like, maybe there's something that we can't notice or see that he can defend himself with. In this case, there wasn't. And Marvin's like, yep, I messed up. Yeah. But since it's a group that's been certainly criticized before for making rash decisions, you know, taking time after the race to check with the dude and get his perspective and ultimately enforcing the same rule that would have happened anyway is probably the right decision. Yeah. But I, the rule itself is pretty cut and dry.
1: But um, are you both okay with not taking the win away and just taking some points away.
0: Uh, I'm okay with it. I mean, I think the reason the rule is now written this way, it's not maybe the best for the sports, pure sports angle. I think the reason it's done this way is so the fans leaving the stadium know who wins and the people watching on TV know who wins. Now, you could say that. Who cares? Fans knowing, TV knowing. The real winner should be the real winner. It doesn't matter. I guess you could say that. But... In the end the idea is to reduce confusion which this rule would unfortunately that didn't really quite come across on you the know, TV show.
1: You guys you guys are being but harsher the intent. you guys are being yeah. harsher on the TV show that, than I am amazingly enough.
0: I I know it's normally your specialty. I don't get it. They should at least know the rule.
1: I yeah, I don't know. I mean it happened last year. It, it got applied last year. But they didn't know the result. I wouldn't think they knew the results before they went off the air. I mean, there is only 10 minutes or so after the race, or not even to, to sign off and go, right?
0: Well, they did not, but you would have been able to be 90% sure. Yeah, but you that can't. Is what's going to happen you can't if be, you knew the rules?
1: You can't be 90% sure and then just, you know, start, you know, talking about, uh, the, you know, ah, well, you know, Marv's going to get to keep the win, and you've got to be 100%. Why can't sure. you? I mean, I just. I, I, I don't know if, if I just you, know, feel like if you he,
0: do know the rule and you saw what he did and you see the rule in the rule book, and you know what happened to Jeremy Martin last year, you could say, yeah, nothing is official yet, but most likely this will result in a seven point penalty, that's what's happened before, and that's the way the rule is written. But that never got said. I really don't think they knew it was a point penalty. I think they really expected it to be a position penalty. And there is no chance, zero, 0% chance that they were going to penalize them a position. Because there literally is not a rule in the rule book that would have allowed them to do that. There was no chance. None.
1: Yeah. Well, there was at one time, but yeah, exactly. It's been changed.
0: Right. So I don't think they knew that the rule changed, which, look, I didn't either, except when it happened to Jeremy Martin last year, that's yes. when I learned it. I'm not a genius. No, yeah. I only found out because it's happened before.
1: I agree. When they did Jeremy Martin, I was surprised. I'm like, what? Huh?
0: Yes, we were all super yeah. confused.
1: Yeah. So,
0: uh, so I think it's kind of brutal. you got to know the rule book, because if he did, it would have been like, oh, well, one thing we do know, he's not going to lose the win. Yeah. Yeah, it's. That would have been certain. Wow. There's no rule in there that would allow them to take the win away.
1: No. No, I agree.
0: Yeah. So that was. And I only noticed this because I was on Twitter and I was like explaining it like every three minutes over and over and over. And I'm like, I would write on Twitter, he's going to lose points. And then people <laughs> be like, what's going to be the penalty? And I'm like, he's going to lose points. And then three minutes later, what's going to be the penalty? I'm like, why? Why are people not grasping this? Well, yeah. I know no, why yeah. if you're watching right. TV well, it's not clear. Do
1: they have access to the rules book or an official up there?
0: Uh apparently they do. Um mm. I, they can commit they do communicate with uh, our our buddy Jeff Canfield. Okay. Uh with the AMA and then he obviously can communicate with anybody else in the AMA for them, but I mean I you know they they should have access to a rule book even if they can't ask somebody. And more importantly, it happened. It already happened last year. That's the tough part.
1: Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know
0: know what it really shows you? Hmm. It's kind of sad. Something happened in the 250 class, controversial, and it doesn't really result in controversy, and then people don't even remember it. People will never, ever, ever forget this happened to Marvin. It will never be forgotten. Close championship, seven points. Jeremy Martin last year, no one even remembers that it happened. Same rule, same scenario. Mm -hmm. All these conspiracy theories I'm hearing now, I'm like, why were there no Honda, Geico conspiracy theories last year?
1: Yeah, yeah, really, right? Because
0: it's the 250 class. Yeah, no one cares.
1: Yeah, well, and, and people remember that Dunge got the win taken away too. So,
0: right. And why do they remember that one? Yeah. 450 class.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Yep. Um. Well, JT, Marv could have really used those points in this battle. That would have took it from 14 to set to seven mm-hmm. with Webb, with obviously with five rounds left. But when it's your year, it's your year.
2: I I don't subscribe to that quite yet. Um. obviously it it's a big deal I mean they would have cut the lead in half I mean you're talking about a different series at 7 than 14 but I think the bigger issue is that Marvin even before he started gaining points he was losing points I believe he was riding a little bit better than Webb even in the races where Webb beat him I think Marvin had a little bit more speed Cooper just did a great job of managing the situation and minimizing any damage that was set in at all Uh, so for me, for the last, I don't know, six, eight weeks, Marvin's been arguably the best guy in the series. Uh, and he's slowly bringing the series back. The question is, can he ride mistake free? He's going to have to nail everyone. If he doesn't win, he's going to have to at least beat Cooper every time. But I will say this, if, if Kenny gets back in the mix, like he was this weekend and Marvin can continue to beat Cooper, there will be opportunities because I don't, I think there will be times where, Marvin can make up five, seven points. There will be other weekends, probably from here on out, where he makes up two. The weekend he he has to avoid is giving anything back to Cooper. He cannot lose points on a given weekend, or else it just shifts the momentum and, and changes everything again. But if we just keep on like we've been keeping on here, where Marvin is a little bit better than Cooper every single time out, uh, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna go down to Vegas. I don't know who's gonna win, but I think it's gonna be tight going into to Nevada.
1: Yeah, it. Uh, Mark's been good, and man, it, it. If this, if he comes up seven or 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 less short, big deal. It's a big, big thing.
2: Absolutely, yeah. But, but, yes. But Marvin would be the first one to tell you, "Hey, it's my fault." Like there, there was no, ex, you know, valid yeah, excuse yeah. or you yeah. know, I got screwed. Like he, he messed up. He All made right. the mistake. He was winning. He was the first one there. It's on him. If if it comes down to than Seven, it's on him. You can't blame yeah. anybody else. Uh, he's he's, he's on
1: three. <coughs> Are, You all right? Jesus.
2: <laughs> yeah. You good? Rough. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Sigs.
1: Yeah, Sigs. Uh, yeah, we. Marv has been really good lately. He he has been just what JT said. Um,
0: this yeah, thing, we actually what? did some research last week on the uh, Racer online site where we actually looked uh, going into Seattle. They had had fifteen main events if you count the six that we would had through the triple crowns also. Uh-huh. In the 15, Marvin had a faster lap than Webb in 11 of the 15. And, you know, any of us, the three of us watching it, would know that. Like, there's been so many times where Marvin has caught him and not been able to get around him, but was definitely going faster. So it was – like, if he can get momentum going, get those points down, like, on the confidence side, like, if you're Marvin, you could easily be like, yeah, I'm fast enough to make up seven more points. And if you're Webb, you probably know the same thing. So 14 – a lot different scenario. And the hard thing always when you're trying to come from behind, even if you're fast, is you have zero room for error. And we saw that with Tomac in 17, right? He had one bad race in New Jersey. That's all it took. You know, you can win six out of eight races, but mm-hmm. if you get one eighth, one bad night, you're done. So that's, what, that's the hard part for Marvin. He has to be perfect now in every race for the rest of the year. He can't afford one fourth-place finish even. So, honestly, I don't know why people would be mad about the penalty, The way the points are this year, taking points away, much, much bigger penalty. Who cares about the win? The points are really what matter right now. Yeah. You know, if you took points away from Eli Tomac round 15 last year, it really wouldn't have mattered, right? Right. But, but dude, right now, that's a kick to the nuts. And, by the way, the old penalty was two positions. That would have resulted in losing five points. So, here he lost seven. So, the penalty is actually worse than it used to be. And it really matters if you're Marvin right now, dude. That hurts.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, whoops were a big topic all day long. They were very, very big in Seattle. By the way, no beautiful weather all day. I'm happy for you Seattle people. It's pretty good. I, I met some people in the pits. I'm like, you know what? I'm really happy for you people. Like, You get this garbage race every single year where guys are rolling around in the pouring rain. I'm like, I'm happy for you people. You, you get this race. Um, but uh, Not a mutter? Not a mutter.
0: Oh, there yeah. were some predictions, I feel, in advance.
1: yeah. The yeah, there was.
0: There were, but not a mutter. Not a mutter. Okay, moving on.
1: Okay, um, so JT's too busy on his phone. Nice to have a podcast, and he just dialed in on his phone. Well, did I miss, a, did I miss a question I think that or something?
0: For four or five mud races. Did I miss a question up. about?
1: Did I miss a question about yeah, the weather? Yeah, defending your defending your weather report. I changed my tune all week. I said we we're
2: probably going to be good. How many times do I have to say it? After Wednesday or Thursday, every time I'm asked, I say we're going to avoid the rain. I'm not sure what you want.
0: That's why you shouldn't say anything on Monday. Just wait.
2: All I go off of is the weather forecast, Weege. I'm not sure if you, why you're mad at me. You should be mad at the, uh, the the weathermen.
0: You you need to be smart enough to know that the reports on Monday mean nothing for Saturday. I just report the news. That's the, the point news. I'm trying to get across. I'm just Ron, calm down, everybody. Simp- don't look on Monday and freak out. I'm
1: simply Ron Burgundy. I just report the news. So, whoops were a big deal. They were very big in practice. Fair amount of crashes. A lot of issues with them. Uh, they were still big for the night show. They took the tops off of them or something. I we all rolled them. I don't exactly know what they did, but they were easier for the heat race. But they were still a huge factor, JT, all day long. Skimming, jumping, uh, crashing. uh, AC crashed three times. The Hampshire crashed a couple times. uh, Lots of issues with whoops. Yeah, they were really the determining
2: factor of the race, in my opinion. Um, There were a couple sections that were difficult. You know, some guys were putting some quads together, whatnot. But it wasn't – those sections really didn't have any bearing on the race. In fact, the, the winner of the race wasn't even doing, you know, the big rhythm section. So, um, I, the whoops were everything. You know, it was consistent laps and finding a way to put 21 minutes together where, A, you got it consistently every lap and didn't crash. And then, B, you didn't wear yourself out trying. Because what I saw, the guys that were trying to blitz every time, uh, Cole Seeley, um, even in the 250 class, it was kind of the same. It, it took such a toll. On their fitness to try to blitz that fast every single time. I could even argue at the end with with Kenny; he didn't look like he was as fresh as maybe he could have been. Uh, but just firsthand experience, jumping is a lot less taxing than blitzing is, and especially when you have the longest and toughest whoop section of the year to contend with. Marvin's able to breathe; he's able to rest a little bit. You know, in the air every jump, it's it's pretty basic once you get your rhythm down where blitzing, especially those whoops, was really difficult. And those guys are basically holding their breath for 15 seconds as they blitz through there. And then they have to get their heart rate back down, and, and they're using all that strength every single time. Uh, so, yeah, to me it was the make or break section of the racetrack significantly.
1: Any problem with knocking them down? Well, I don't think they
2: necessarily knocked them down. They rebuilt them. Uh, it's it's difficult to— well, They did something
1: for the third practice. They wouldn't have rebuilt them.
2: Yes, they did. They rebuilt them. I watched it. Uh, they rebuilt they them. They rebuilt them, yeah. Yep. So anytime you rebuild. What's build, the definition of rebuild? Make Try to make them the way they were using the dirt that's still there.
1: So dropping the bucket and going over no, them?
2: that's just backblading them. No. Okay. They, I mean, they, they put an extensive amount of work into them. Like when, when the first practice hit the track for the, the final qualifying session, they were brand new. The whoops mm-hmm. were brand, brand new. Um, they were a little bit smaller. And, and what happens is the tops of those go down into the middle. And it's really difficult without flattening them and starting over. It's it's difficult to get that dirt back into the tops. And you have to basically dig all of that out and start over. So it's really tough to not make them a little bit smaller because the transition dirt is now in the middle. Um, but I thought they did a pretty good job. I, I don't think they made them overly easy we've seen that time no. and time and time again where it's they still just tough. they back blade them and it just takes the tops off and then they're a joke that's this that's the standard move for supercross and when I, even when i was racing i would just be like okay let's just get through practice they're gonna back drag them and then they're gonna be easy because they'll be so much smaller and the tops are gone and it's it's a joke i thought they did a good job of not letting that happen they they really tried to rebuild them and dig some of the dirt out and make them big again versus just dragging the the tops off of them
1: yeah like ac Right from the start was like, I'm jumping through these. I'm, I'm done skimming, skimming them. And I, that's a smart thing. Yeah, he cra- I mean, he crashed twice yeah. in practice, and yep.
2: whether you think there were big crashes or not, uh, he can't afford to have a crash like that in the right. main event. can't do uh, it.
1: Jumping was good. Jumping was fun. You're anti-jumping the whoops. It no, was, was fun. I'm was, not.
2: I'm not anti-jumping.
1: In a situation like that, weege, I think it was. talking?: how many times has JT talked about talking. jumping the whoops and how it's not, not, not the way to go?
0: Uh, I don't know if I'm going to agree with that. Okay. First of all, I mean, JT, you probably did, a, did it a lot yourself, for starters, right? Yep. Uh, yeah.
2: I think it's just you have to know when to do it and when not. I don't think that every time, you know, that it's the way to go. I think there are a lot of situations where, you know, we're obviously getting back to Marvin. It's Marvin's preferred way, and it's turning into Cooper Webb's preferred way. And this weekend, it was absolutely the way to go. I think the guys that just they decided to do it first lap on, I think they made the right decision. Uh but sometimes it's not. You know, I've seen I've seen races where it's just not the line and Marvin's still trying to do it, and I think that's where it hurts him. But there are occasions throughout the season this was one where it was the most consistent. It wasn't quite the fastest, but it was really close. We saw we saw Kenny make runs on Marvin a few times. He wasn't able to make the pass, but it was a little bit faster. But I think the key here is you're talking about 27, 28, 29 laps where you have to think about the whole race. You can't think about, okay, well, I'm going to nail these for the first 10 minutes, but the second half, I'm going to really suck. So Eli Eli made mention of it in his post-race interview. He said in hindsight, he would have blitzed early and then changed to jumping at halfway or, or sooner than he did. And I think that was both... Um, as the whoops deteriorated and also to maintain his energy level because it, it really did wear guys down. I think trying to blitz that fast for that many laps, I think it's – honestly, I think it's unsustainable on for most guys.
1: I liked it. I like the fact that there's something really gnarly and really tough out, out there for the guys, and it really was a game-changer many times. The, the, the amount. Of, I liked it. Yeah.
0: I liked it, too, and what I thought was cool about that was, you know, the obvious double-edged sword to challenging whoops is that – They're considered more dangerous. But these worked out perfectly where if you didn't want to take that risk, you just jumped them, and then there was very little risk. So to me, it was kind of a magical scenario where they were difficult, but if you were like, no, man, I don't want to take these chances, you could just jump, and then they were safe. So it kind of had the best of both worlds, I think. Yeah,
1: it was exciting to watch. So Roxon gets second, uh, has not been on the podium, I think, for four weeks, and talked about getting tests done. He's he's down at Red Bull today getting tests done and not feeling as good, but – he was pretty damn good in Seattle. I mean,
0: well, he said for some reason he was feeling better. Yeah, on Saturday, right? He's not sure why. Yeah, and obviously it showed.
1: Yep, he was. Uh, yeah, he was good again. He and was good all day. Yep. like it wasn't
2: just a main event thing. That's the fastest we've seen him. And forget about the energy. Forget about getting tired. He was just. He was just fast, which we have not seen very often from him in time qualifying. I would say the norm is seeing him around you know six eight ten lately yep. versus versus
1: up front. Be interesting to see if they By find a way. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh, hold on before we go to that. Um, does anyone think that had Marvin not jumped, I mean, he gained some time through that section, no doubt. Oh yeah. Would he have won the race anyway? I have no doubt he would have won anyway. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I I do think so. Um, I think the early laps may have been more interesting because Kenny did make a run a few times. I mean, he was all over him, almost got next to him. Really. The difference was that last whoop at the top was, was the difference. Kenny would kind of kick off of it by blitzing, and Marvin would land on the downside of it and roost away from him. Um, but, yeah, I think at the end, you know, especially the last, let's say, 10 laps, Marvin proved he was the strongest and the best guy in the main event.
0: Yeah, and the reason I want to bring that up is also Marv, Marv Was Marv quadding after the table, after the finish, before the whoops? He was quadding that. Mm, Kenny was I, not.
1: I don't think I ever saw him.
0: End of the do. turn?
2: Uh... Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I, I didn't remember seeing it, but it's possible. Yeah. yeah. Can you, I
0: feel can you like that, do I don't know if that, he did it every lap, but in the second half of the race when he was starting to pull back away, right. he was doing it. Anyway, the reason I'm bringing this up is because, again, I'm seeing the confusion of people over this penalty, and I, now that I've watched it back on TV, there's always a tremendous difference in what you can see on TV and what we can see from up, to, up high. You, when a guy's two seconds behind, you don't see him on TV. Like, from our vantage point, we could see those last ten laps that Marvin was just riding better, and that's why he won the race. Um, so I just want to clarify for people at home who are like, dude, if Roxen hadn't had that happen on the first lap, maybe he would have won. Nah, he had 10 laps to get it, and right. Marvin was just better, and he was just cleaner. He was good in that whoop section, like JT said. He was quadding. Uh, but I don't know if people at home can see that, because you ne- don't necessarily see both guys at the same time.
1: Right. The the two four three 3 rhythm, um, that was pretty sweet after the finish. Uh, Osborne was the first guy to do it, I think. And uh, Dino uh, did it really good all night two, long. 2-3-4? 2-4-3. 2-3-4, Osborne was the first. Yeah, I think Osborne was the first to do the other way, too. I don't. Or maybe so. Dean was. Yeah, Dean, I, th-
2: I believe Dean was. It was
1: two-tenths quicker to go 2-4-3. I think
2: Dean and Justin Hill were the first. They kind of did it at the same time together. They yeah. went 2-4-3 together.
1: And then, uh, that was pretty cool. That was big. It was big. And, and it was the
2: fastest option, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was cool to watch the guys pull it out every once in a while. Like... Like, they couldn't do it all the time. Well, Dean could. Dean was doing it every time. But a yeah. lot of guys would be like, ah, bail
2: out of it. But I, I didn't think it was – when you watched Dean do it, I mean, he was basically doing the double and then just hit it wide open. Like, it, to me, it was more of a – if you committed, no big deal. Right. But guys were a little fearful of it. But it wasn't a – Holy cow! That's crazy technical skill level to jump this because it was just wide open. Like it wasn't a lot of timing.
1: But it must have been something because a lot of guys back. Oh, I think of it's it. just a little scary. Yeah, like, yeah. So I love stuff like that. I love you, stuff. If where you
2: screwed it up, you could hurt yourself badly. I mean, yeah. it was far.
1: Yeah. And the quad out was big, but you know, a little slower. That was
2: more technical to me. I thought because you, if you cased it or did anything, you were going over that berm, and the landing was, there was a net there. The landing, <laughs> the landing was much sharper. Than the the first two four, um, I was I thought that the last four was more difficult. Um, I'm still devastated though that nobody tripled in. I, I really thought somebody would do it. I know it was physically possible. Just be you know, uh, on a,
1: I didn't see anybody even try it, even line it up. A either. few
2: guys sized it up like they would jump out to the flat just to see you know how much more they needed. Uh, in the end, after talking to Osborne and Blake and several people, uh, they just said the first one was a little bit too steep. And they were going to have to hit it so fast that with the jump being that steep, they were scared of, you know, basically any endo or going too high. Or it just wasn't the perfect takeoff for it. Uh, But, I I mean, to a man, everybody that was a lead in that class had it in the back of their mind. They all wanted to do it because it would have been so much faster.
1: Uh, Eli Tomac, third place. Uh, He lost the the lead of the top two. He lost the, the draft of the top two guys later in the race. And then Webb was coming. Like, did you guys see Marv check up to get the last lap flag? Yeah, yeah. He
0: actually admitted it. He, I can't believe yeah, he, he told that out.
1: He looked up at the thing, grabbed his brakes a little bit, waited, and then went for the, for the white flag.
0: Why? Yeah, he said he actually when he the, as the white flag, or he was looking at the countdown clock and it was at 46 and he knew they were doing 46ish.
1: Time. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: I didn't. see yep. I did so not. Then the next that. lap around, he knew to look and see how close. I've never seen a runner do that. before. Yeah, hmm.
1: uh, he really, I and mean, you could see it. He paused just a little bit and yeah, you know, waiting for it to go zero. Yeah, and then get the and get the white flag, and. uh... That's actually helped Tomac because Webb was coming. I don't know if he would have got him, but yeah. Webb was coming on to catch catching Eli a little bit.
0: I don't think he would have got him because Tomac was trying to blitz those whoops to the bitter end, and for a couple laps there was just a complete disaster. Like, he was going so slow just yeah. trying to blitz. And then the last maybe two or three laps, he just said, screw it, and started jumping. And I feel like at that point, Webb wasn't making up a ton of ground anymore. Right. So I, don't, I don't. I don't know if it would have mattered, but I see your point. Maybe yeah. one extra lap. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, Web, would have, Web, Web, Web was coming, um, but in the end, yeah, Web, uh loses some points to uh, Kenny and Tomac, but still stays 14 up. So he's got to be got to be liking that. He he didn't look good all day. He looked oh, like I don't know. He just he didn't look he didn't look great all day. I shouldn't say good because he's obviously good, but he didn't look great all day. Yeah. Our, our, if
2: you're him, are you worried at all? Are you good? You're good. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I would disagree. I don't think it – I mean, clearly not panic or anything, but you can't be excited about the fact that Marvin is on this roll right now. I mean, that's that's not boding well for you because he's – But you have to know that Marvin didn't come into the series healthy. He's been getting better and better and better and better. Now he has all the confidence in the world. His starts are coming around. He's hole-shotting now. Like, they're, they're still – Five opportunities to make up points, yeah, and but with Kenny and Eli both riding so well, I well, no, but I that would just be nervous. It.
1: Roxton just made his first podium in four weeks and admits that there's something going on in his body. He's getting tests mm-hmm. done. Tomac is
2: and still beat me. Well, whatever. But for the first <laughs> for, the, for,
1: for the first time in in, in four weeks, yeah. R- Tomac up and down, and so but Blake's in there, you know. So for Webb... Blake's been in like, there several times. Marv's in the spot of where Stu was all those years. Like, there's no margin of error here. Correct, and so. Webb just needs one thing to go his way or whatever, not one, maybe two out of the last five, yep. and he's got this. You but know if, what I mean? So, If you uh, go back to
2: three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I'm so much more comfortable if I'm Webb because you're riding as good or better than anybody. You're winning races. Your point lead is expanding. To me, it's kind of trending the opposite way where he's not quite as good. He doesn't seem to have the edge over the guys anymore. He's not getting the whole shot consistently anymore and Marvin is on, I would say, not his own level, but he's clearly the class of the field in this moment. I, I, like I said, I would not be overly concerned, but I would be a little nervous. I wouldn't be as comfortable as I was a month ago.
1: Well, if Marvin wins out, Weege, and Webb gets second the rest of the way, <laughs> he's going to get him. Marvel get him.
0: He, yep, Webb didn't even get second this time.
1: Right. Yep. <laughs> you know, the problem. Um, the problem is not that
2: It's going to go, you know, he wins, he gets second every time because I think there are too many good guys. You know, I think Baggett will be back in the mix here shortly. He just had an off, off day. It's the fact that I think Marvin is just riding a little better than Cooper is right now. And that's what you really can't have. You can't have him beat you every time, you know. And really, Cooper just needs to have one signature ride down the stretch here where he wins the race. And I think he can offset any damage that Marvin may do. That's
1: what I'm saying. It's fine.
2: I, I know you keep saying that, but it's I fun. don't think you really have any evidence to support it. Do you think it. I'm
1: the dog in the cartoon with the house on fire, saying no, it's fine?
2: Not, not, no, I don't think it's I, like I said. I don't think it's panic at all, but I definitely don't think it's comfort. The comfort level's there because he Marvin is really yeah. firing on all cylinders right now, and it's not a lot. Of, 14 points we is got, not a lot when we, you have guys that can get in between you. We got
1: this. It's fine.
2: This isn't Reed Stew of 07, where it's like Reed's going to get 14 podiums. And Stu's going to win, and there's just no way to make up any yeah. points because they're so much better.
1: We got a Honda guy with with virus issues that just beat me. Okay, but for the first time in a month, and we got a guy that's up and down and crazy, so we don't know what's going to happen with him. Okay, and well we got, he
2: beats me a couple times, and we got
1: everybody else covered.
2: Yeah, I, I just don't like your argument. I, I I do think Cooper is still in the driver's seat, obviously with a with a lead, but to me, it's nowhere near a secure feeling. The feeling is nowhere near as secure as it was a month ago. Uh,
1: Savacci was up there, uh, went down. Small mistakes for Joey, but still got a fifth. Dino and ba- Savachi Wilson Baggett was an interesting race to watch. That was cool. Those guys were going at it. They got close and close, and they weren't really battling. No, though. no, but 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 it was right, like one mistake, and yeah. you know, you you would get passed.
2: I'm and, I'm so impressed by Savachi. I really am. You know. He's been, I mean, fifth on the night. He beats Dino. He's just not doing all the 250 things he did. He's not, you know. I guess well, he did. I guess he did last here week, and there. Yeah, but he's solid. Like he just looks so much more consistent. And he went in for the pass with Dino, and I'm like, and he just lost his front end and
1: tipped yeah. over. You but know? he's just
2: so so much more engaged, like in the race than he was on 250. It just seemed like he would show up nights on the 250 and ha- not have it, or outdoors, or whatever. Man, I, I just, I don't, I can't really put my finger on what the difference is, but but he's been very impressive.
1: I, I've said this before. Last year. Wasn't good for Joey, but you nope. went back the year before. He got top three in the points, like five out of six series, mm-hmm. up until last year. Yeah, like last year was not good, but until then, he just hadn't won. But he the title he'd won races yeah. and finished indoors and out top three. Like yeah, he was, been, he's been good. It was good, and, and I'll let Weeze jump in here. I just,
2: I guess it's my own expectations. He has far exceeded those, and we. When you come back and you look at the rookie class, he has been easily the best of the rookie class. Without argu- – you know, there is, there is no argument, and that's just not – I didn't see that coming at all. So good for him. I, um, I have nothing but kudos to give him.
1: Speaking of rookie class, we, Osborne grabs a whole shot, and then it got ugly quick.
0: Wow, yeah, a couple of things. And we learned a lot. You know, Zacco exactly came on our – what is it called? Fly Racing Radio? No, show?
1: Pulp, pulp Show from the Pits. Fly Racing Radio.
0: Is that what the issue is? I, I don't understand where your argument was coming from. You want Pulp. entitlement, I, sponsorship. I, pulp.
1: I mean, I, I, I don't know where the name change no. came from. All of a sudden, those, those guys in that stupid Moto Spy series started calling it Fly Wait. Racing Radio. Like, where the hell did that come from?
2: That was for me. Wait, it was, it, was, that never, it was never called Pulp.
1: It was never called Fly Racing Radio.
2: It was when I emailed them back. Okay, but them, you, you just called.
1: made the name change halfway through
2: Supercross? What? No, that's what I was asked to call it. Right. See, yeah, exactly. So he's, w-
1: What was it ever called Pulp? Yeah, we said we're doing a live Pulp show from the from the pits. No, he said, Steve said that.
0: I, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember saying that. I
2: I mean, Steve said I that, but Steve that. says lots of things. That uh, just because Steve said it doesn't mean that was the official <laughs> title.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I mean, the Davalos thing stuck. Nets.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Got thank a lot of momentum. You, uh, it's a, thank you. you. Say it enough. Thank you. And it thank
0: will you. happen. Thank you. Um, say it enough.
1: So, anyways, uh, make it happen. Osborne's going to going to stop there. coming on that show, by the way, because. Oh you know, God, I said, show brutal. of hands for all the people out here that, that got burnt by Zach Osborne in fantasy. Like You're brutal. <laughs> <laughs> kind of bad. I said Oh, my that.
0: God, you're brutal. I thought it was funny. But what was interesting, you know, so I, I asked him on there, and he's like, yeah, you know, this is the first week where I was even, you know, even close to, to Marvin and Cooper during the week. Uh, you know, he had been getting handed to them ever since he's come back from injury, and I'm like, well, were you there during the offseason? And, Steve, I know you know the answer to that. Yeah. During the offseason, he was there.
2: Way in the he wood. He was on their pace. Way in the wood.
0: Way in the wood. So knowing that he's still not there, and then he got that whole shot, and then you saw him not being there, it's, it had to be an eye-opening experience. Like, yeah, it's just the intensity of those dudes right now, mid-season form, still you could even say in title contention, perhaps, you know, Kenny yeah. and Tomac. They're a little far back, but they're going for it. There's a lot of dangling carrot for them. And they ate him up.
1: Yeah, I I'm surprised to see the difference. I'm not surprised that Osborne got passed by the top three guys or four guys, but the way everyone else dropped him I'm like, oh boy. And then he even he, I mean, he admitted it after the race. He's like, Yeah, it just rattled me. Like I just, Kinda, yeah, it's like I a, just uh snowballing snowball down right, the hill. Right. Snowball yeah. going down the hill. He couldn't stop yeah. it. But, yeah. Um but but yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it was impressive to see him quad that thing out and, and all of that. So uh Seeley ran up front for the first time in a long time. Uh, he admitted to me after the race, he got tired. He said, I got tired. I'm like, wow, not tight. Not tight. No. <laughs> tired. He
2: was tired. I mean, you could visually see it. Uh, yeah. And I really, I attribute it to the whoops. He was really good in the whoops early in the race. But I even wondered early in the laps, man, man he is, he's really going for it in these things. I don't think you can do that for 21 minutes. Uh, and and it, it took a toll on him. He dropped mm-hmm. back and he even got passed by Osborne on the last lap, which probably shouldn't have happened.
1: Bowers uh, had a good ride. Bowers went on social media after the whoops were rebuilt, not happy (laughs) with everything that was going on. But uh, yeah, in in
2: Feld's defense, I think if they just left let them go and they never touched them all day, I think there would have just been a groove where people are jumping. So what is the what's the perfect answer? You know, if they if you go, yeah, if, if they had cut them down. Per se, you know, air quotes around cut them down. I think he has a legitimate argument, and I would actually side with him. But I don't think that's what they did. I think they were just trying to keep them consistent to where guys could blitz and then the jumping. It, they, I don't think they want it to turn into um, indie where it's just one line and everybody's jumping through them through yeah. one rut. That's yeah. not good for racing. You can't pass anybody in that scenario. I'm,
1: I'm usually the guy yelling and screaming about this. But they were really tough. For those first two sessions, there were a lot of crashes. Mm-hmm. They were um, still tough, though. They were still tough afterwards. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I, I'm fine. Like, yeah, it's it's fine. It's I'm not totally on Bauer's side. I get it. If they had been made really easy, but yeah. they weren't. They were still tough. Well, I, I think there is this belief, and I, I'm not even saying it's
2: untrue. I, I understand where this belief comes from, that when there are difficult whoops, the there are certain influences, influencers, that ask to lessen the difficulty of the whoops to make sure that everybody can race well and they're too difficult and, and, and they use the, you know, the mm-hmm. the argument that people are going to get hurt in these, uh, which isn't necessarily untrue. Uh, and that wins out a lot of times you see them go cut them down. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there are several riders and teams that have had this happen and complain about it over the years. And I think that they thought this was happening again, but I don't think this was that case. I think they kept them very difficult uh, and I don't think – I mean, ask Josh Grant how easy they were. Uh, yeah. You know, it w- I don't think they were easy by any means. Uh,
1: by the way, uh, Chad Reed out for the season now. Uh, him, Brayton, Brees, Chiz, Barsha was in there too, right? Um, all first turn, first rhythm section uh, collision. So Brayton got sent. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, that's how
0: is he not dead? Like, how did he only hurt his knee? Like, yeah. you just see him getting, what is he, 10 feet in the air above the concrete?
1: Dude, he thinks he tore his Damn. MCL, which will knock him out for a while. Uh, and Chad's, out, Chad's already said all his injuries, so he's out for a while. That sucks for those guys. And and and, yeah. and Chiz was icing his knee after the race and, and not looking in great shape. So, It was
2: one of the only times I've ever seen Chad Reed be the, the catalyst for a crash. Yeah. He, he, that never happens. No. He's so precise, and he yep. usually is thinking three moves ahead of everyone else. Um, I mean, he just lost traction. Yep. He was leaning forward. You can see it in slow-mo. He's leaning forward, and his rear tire breaks loose from, you know, partially because he's leaning so far forward, partially because it was really slippery on top. And then he just veers left when the, the tire actually catches traction, goes right into Ryan Brees, and then off the off we go with the domino yeah. effect. Yeah, that was to me the biggest takeaway is like, man, like you just never see Chad be the reason for a crash like that.
1: Big blow to the series to lose him with five weeks left. So, but at least, uh, yeah, J-
0: that's tough. Yeah. And and Brayton, like to see him and Brayton on the cart driving out yeah, of the stadium together, right. that's that's tough. Like, those are popular guys. And as JT's alluding to, like, guy, okay, there's no, no one's immune from injury in racing, but you feel like they're guys that know how to navigate it pretty well. Yeah. And then you see that, you're like, dude, these guys, there's nothing anyone can do sometimes. Yeah. Oh, there's absolutely. nothing you can do. No, it's yeah.
1: a very dangerous sport. Well, Motor Concepts, Bullfrog, they they got Alessi. We're back. We're back.
2: 2012 all over again.
1: <laughs> the 800 is going to hold it down for the team.
0: Will the craziness come back? I don't think so. A Tony focused on Mike, solo effort.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't think so. Will it come back? Uh, Let's hope not. Um, Yeah, let's hope not. Uh, So Bogle, I never really noticed Bogle, JT, all day, all night. He was
2: pretty good, Yeah, actually. Yeah, it was one of his better uh, daytime qualifying performances. Um, He was actually on and off the board for a while. Um, But, you know, he seems to do better when the track's more difficult. If it's fast and easy, he just doesn't seem to have the pace as – it doesn't come as easily for him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the result wasn't maybe exactly what he wanted, but he rode pretty well all day.
1: Hill? Hometown race uh, for Justin Hill?
2: I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Right. But it wasn't wasn't great. He doesn't get tired. Bogle got him. He doesn't get tired. Bogle passed him. I mean, yeah. It, are you kidding that he doesn't get tired? Or? Weege?
0: He told me that. He told me that.
2: So is he just bored? Yeah.
0: Just can't put the puzzle pieces together. That's what he said.
2: Right. He looks awful tired a few times. I mean, Daytona, I, I no. My,
0: move, my classic move, like, to ask a hard question, I was like, look, man, people are seeing you ride awesome in practice, but it's not happening in the main, so the first thing everyone's going to say is that, well, you could do it for one lap, but you're not in good enough shape to do it the whole main. He's like, haven't been tired. Haven't been tired all year.
2: Well, Daytona Daytona was a was proof for him. If he wants to use Exhibit A, Daytona would be it. But yeah. at the same time I've also seen him just cruising around not even really doing the jumps, and that looks awful tired to me. So I only he knows the truth of that, but
1: well outdoors are coming up. You think for him? Yeah, they are. Yeah, okay. he's in.
2: So okay. we'll right. see. We'll see. I just don't get it. I don't I don't know what he's doing out there. He's he is capable of going of riding and finishing so much better than he is. That I mean that's the the obvious fact.
0: It's a bummer, I think, for all of us, because first of all, we all made some predictions that he would make some noise at some point. So we're, we, we would, we're not bagging on the dude like we'd want him to do well, because it makes our predictions look bad, too. None of us expected it to be this bad. Second of all, to know there's just another dude out there that could make the racing really exciting and mix it up, and he's just not doing it, like that's a bummer, too. So it would be great if he figured it out one of these weeks, but I don't think that's going to happen. Does, I mean, we've had 12 does, chances.
1: Does he have one top 10 on the year? Uh, Daytona. I mean, does he Daytona's just have that one? That's the only one I know of. That's what I'm saying. Oh, is that it? is terrible. Um. Well, the new AMA schedule. I. How many points? What do you get for 12? 12 points. What is 12 points? I gotta do the oh. math on that. But
0: now I gotta. Yeah, I know the the new points thing is very difficult. Let me look. I can I can tell you in a second here.
1: Either way, it's seven. been a, it's
2: been disappointing. We can just yeah. We 12, can end on that. Yeah.
1: I think 12 is ni- ninth.
2: It used to be. It's not anymore. I'm not sure. He
0: got. Uh, he's got two elevenths, a twelfth. The only top ten is that Daytona one. Yeah. That's okay.
1: that's not what we signed up for. At
0: the beginning of the year. Yeah. No. I don't think
1: one I, top ten all year. No. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. And
2: honestly, I would be. I would be okay with even that if there were there were these Tampa like rides where he's leading laps, or even Atlanta last year where he's he's in the mix. Okay. Yeah, we didn't finish it, but damn, we were good for. You know, twelve minutes. We were leading laps and we were mixing it up, and then yeah, it went sideways. We haven't really even seen that. It just hasn't been right. the same.
1: Interesting. I talked to Dean after the race, and I said, "What are you going to do for outdoors?" He said, "I'm going to be staying here. It looks like so three guys
2: a good the truck." Wow, yeah, that's so
1: good. That's what, that's what he, he said. It wasn't official, but it all looks good for him to stay there. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, all right. What else? Barsha, bad race. He crashed again at some point, right? Because he was. Rolling really slow mm-hmm. from the first I don't, crash. I don't know,
2: honestly, I didn't. I was. He was
1: rolling really slow from the first crash. Guys attention. lapped him. Yeah. Then he picked it up and was working his way up and whatever. And then I saw him getting lapped again. Hmm. And I'm like, I would
2: assume so, but I, I was I was pretty enthralled with the the battle and where Webb was going to get to, and you know it was pretty good racing. It, 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 there wasn't a lot of battling, but they were also close. I, I wasn't paying attention to much right. else. Hmm. Also, I was sitting with Tom Baggett, and we were trying to figure out if Blake was going to get going or what <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah Blake had a Blake had an okay race okay was was Yeah, right, it wasn't. What, he right, was right.
2: he had a tough day all day. Um he never really gelled with the track. It was it mm-hmm. was a, it was a struggle all day. and It wasn't terrible. I think he got 7th. Um
1: Well, that's what that's what him and Blake that's what Tom and Blake get for yelling at me and calling me CNN over and over during track walk.
2: Well, that's fair. Yeah. I think it's fair on their so, part, but um,
1: that's what they get. For making fun of me, not um, fair. Not
2: fair for them to get seventh. Fair for them to say that to you.
1: Uh, what else? Alex Ray made the main event again. He's back. It was a rough few weeks for him, but Alex Ray rode well.
2: Even his dog tried to commit suicide.
1: I saw that. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, ben LeMay fourteenth. Good job for Ben. Mike Alessi thirteenth. Good job for Mike. Mm-hmm. These, these results are, are and Gardner, Carlin Gardner, 15th. But again, you lost Reed, you lost Braden, you know, So it's not like you, you're not shitting on those results. but yeah.
2: Do you think Michael Essie ever entertained the idea of blitzing the whoops in the main event? I would hope not. <laughs> God, I would hope not. I mean, Marv never did either, Marv. so I guess it's fair. The guy that won the race didn't even and,
1: and, think about and it. And even but. AC never blitzed those things in, in, the, in the main event. No. Not once. And uh, you have two crashes in practice in them, yeah. pack it in. Uh, Especially
2: when the jumping line was so fast.
1: All right, anything else in 450 switch?
2: Uh, I don't think so. You know who was the best in the whoops out of it? Well, Kenny was pretty
1: Kenny good. Kenny was, I, I would say Kenny. Sealy was great yep. for a bit. I'll take
2: Honda, obviously, had their bikes figured out in them. Yep. I think that was pretty obvious. Uh, Chris Bloss. Unbelievably <laughs> good. <in> a, <laughs> yeah,
1: Bloss was and good. He was at the top yeah, of the board. I agree. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Unreal.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bowers,
2: yep. Bowers. Bowers was great too. But yep. I'm 250. Oh, blows by himself yeah, yeah, yeah. it was crazy uh, yeah, without Blos, a doubt. i think if blows had a 450 he would have been just as good the only reason he wasn't faster than him is he just didn't have the power
1: yeah not the drive he was very angry at the whoops when he was going oh through just them.
0: beating the hell out of him
1: <laughs> yeah it's, like it's, they owed him money yeah he was very angry
2: so if, <laughs> if whoops have ever owed somebody money that was that situation yeah. uh all right everybody i think one of
0: our buddies thought he was on a 450
2: yes oh so, yeah 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 yes. Not good
0: yes he was listed in both classes on pole Fantasy, and one of our friends picked him in the 450. <laughs> Great work. I had a long nice interview job. with Villeman after this that was big for him. Obviously, his two riders, one, uh, Marvin and Dylan, and, of course, he pulled no punches and was completely unfiltered. And he just thinks it's horrible that the first time we've had big whoops in ages, the only riders who are really, really good in them are the old guys. He's like, why are Brayton and Chad the best guys on the whoops? And you might even be able to make that argument for Bloss. He's certainly a veteran. M- Maybe M- he was around M- M when the whoops were gnarly. Uh, Bowers, yeah, maybe you can make that argument too. Yeah. But for sure, Brayton and Reed were like raised in an era where the whoops were gnarlier.
2: Yep, you didn't have a choice. Uh, you didn't have a choice. He's
0: just disgusted by that. Yep. <laughs> if you want, if yeah. you
2: want it to be relevant, you better damn learn how to blitz big whoops when they
1: show up. He's he's disgusted by that.
0: He'll <laughs> um, even put it on Twitter. He's like, honestly, there's no reason to be good at whoops anymore. You better work on your corners. Like, they're, very rarely yeah. is that really the separator. Work right. on something else. That's just the way the tracks are. But the few times it does happen... Look how good Reed and Brayden are. So he was not happy with that.
1: Uh, all right, everybody. The Fly Racing Racer X podcast was in by Slick Wash, Alpine Stars, Maxis. Uh, also Racetech. Uh, thanks to the folks at Racetech. Pulp19 is the code to save it with those guys. Ben LeMay with Racetech. Uh, many, many guys using Racetech out there. Get your motor work done. Get your suspension work done. Get your suspension dialed for your weight and or speed. And uh, Racetech.com will have you dialed in. So Pulp19 code saves with those guys. And Fly FlyRacing, FlyRacing.com, the official gear of Blake Baggett, Justin Bogle, Zach Osborne, and uh, many other guys. So please check them out. I love their mountain bike stuff. I've been doing a ton of mountain biking, and if you didn't know Fly had it, check it out. Uh, really good helmets and uh, and many other things from the folks at Fly Racing. Thanks to Maxis, Maxis Tires, AJ Cantanzaro running the tire right now, out in Supercross, developed by the King, Jeremy McGrath, Alpine Stars. Uh, new LE stuff coming for Nashville from the folks at Alpine Stars that apparently is... Really cool, JT. So uh, Alpine Stars will be coming out soon. Uh, Tech 10, most advanced boot in motocross today, and I love the Tech 7s. And Slick Wash, use the code STEVE when you check out at Slick Wash, the three-step wash process that Monster Energy Pro Circuit uses. So thanks to those companies for helping this podcast out. Uh, Let's go to 250s. So I got a call this morning from Tyler Keith, TLD KTMT manager. He ran me through Shane McElrath's back problems. When it happened, when it started, what's going on. He's out for this weekend. They hope to make Vegas.
2: I don't expect to see him back. That's my personal opinion. You read into that however you'd like. Yeah. I'm not here to make accusations.
1: Tyler, Shane McArath was on the verge of pointing out everybody out of the class for four years in a row with uh, 135 or whatever yeah. it was. So
2: I think the only back issue he's having is he wants to be back in the 250 class next year.
1: You know, <laughs> if, if that's true... And I'm not saying it's not. Tyler Keefe sure has a hell of a story with a lot of details. That's okay. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not – I'm not saying
2: there's no injury. I'm not saying they're straight up okay. lying. Yep. But I think there is a lot more to it than just that. I'll leave it there. I don't want to accuse anybody of anything, but I i mean, I don't blame them. Like, if you're, if your intention is to have a title-winning guy in the 250 class as a team and then as a rider – you want to stay in the 250 class for next year? What other choice do you have?
1: How many? So if Shane misses these three, what's the series? Nine? Is it two or three? Well, three. He'll miss He'll miss Houston. He'll oh, miss, yeah. He'll I, miss I Seattle. Houston's the, yeah. He'll miss Vegas. So yep. six Denver. out of nine. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Pull Denver the
0: shoot. Also. Oh, Denver too. Denver's definitely Den- not East,
1: right? Denver, Houston, Vegas. Yeah. Four. Yeah. So you miss four races out of the nine. So you ride five. And then that's it? I you mean, ride kinda, five races?
2: He, Seattle, I don't really count. He was there. I mean, he didn't race, but.
1: I don't know. Um, well, I just said I told Tyler Keefe I hope to see him in Vegas. You I mean, know, it's he, fairly transparent, of, right? I don't know, man. What a, It's ridiculous.
2: I, you, you hate to uh, accuse people without solid facts and we're speculating but to me it's fairly transparent. it smells funny yeah. i don't blame him. he
1: raced daytona after the back injury yeah having said
2: the fact that i think it's transparent i will also go right behind that and say i don't blame him
0: yeah i don't know what you expect them to do like yeah. if this is the case uh what's the alternative
2: right if we you- don't want to move up what else are you going to do
1: but okay so just we just keep having this will just get more widespread We'll just keep do, doing this, guys. Well, just keep. I don't know that. I it's, mean,
2: I don't know that that's the case because it's it's fairly rare for a rider to be good enough to get that many points for three or four consecutive years, whatever the rule is. I I don't think I don't it know, happens all that much, or is needed to be to happen all that much. So I don't think it. going well, everyone would be wide. Everyone will be
1: doing the math because guys every, aren't capable of doing it. Well, I don't know, man. I I mean, yeah. Again, it sounds like he has a legit injury. I'm sure he does. How much it's how, yep. how much it's hurting him? Yep. I don't know, but. Great work, everybody, on this, on this 250 thing. Great work by he everybody. Look, he involved. didn't look great all day no, either. No.
2: I mean, I, so I, I don't think they're faking an injury, but I do think that it's very convenient.
1: What do you think, Weege?
0: I, I see all the points. I see all the points, but I don't know what – I don't know how you can write a rule that's so perfect to prevent this from happening. So I don't know if you can bag in the rules. What What could you possibly put in there to – I mean, points or wins or titles, like, that's the only way you can enforce it. And if a dude can just not show up so he doesn't score any of those three things, well, I don't know how else you could write the rule. And I can't blame anyone for taking advantage of it. We've heard a million times over. Like, if you're a McArap and you know you probably can't get a good 450 ride next year, and you for sure will get a 250 ride next year, it's kind of hard not to do it. You know? And, yeah, other guys have been in the situation. I mean, Savachi pointed out last year he took his medicine. He did it. He moved up. He got a ride. I'm sure it was iffy. I'm sure he's probably not making tons. He got a one-year deal, huge risk. It's worked out, but you can't guarantee that. So I don't know what else you're supposed to do. I don't know how to prevent this from happening.
1: It just sucks. The whole thing sucks. I mean, there has to be It some.
0: does, but the, how do you fix it? Yeah, exactly. It?
1: There
2: has to be some sort of some sort of process to push people out, you know? So there, there's always going to be yeah. a way to avoid that. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, All you can enforce would be points. I, Maybe starts, I don't know. Well, no, he, he skipped those, too. So I don't know what, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing. Well, I wrote a big... If people want to do that.
1: I wrote a big story about the 250 class a couple of years ago, how it sucks, it's broken, needs needs fixing one way or another, and uh, Davey shouted me down, and everyone else didn't, You. I don't think either one of you guys liked it either, and it's like, all right, here we are. Perfect. So, now what about the amateurs? Is anybody going to think about the amateurs that are getting robbed from a ride? I'm sure from you've Shane got them McElrath. covered. I'm sure you've got them covered. I'm just, now, now there's one less spot for those guys. Right. So... Yes, you cha- champ, good.
2: champion of the amateurs, Steve Mathis. Thank you,
1: thank you very much. Yep. Uh, no, I just I don't like it. I don't like it from any of those ends. I don't like it from the sports end of things. Anything else? That class is terrible, terribly broken. I should say it, it's it's the guys make too much money. There's no incentive to move up. There's nothing going on. The whole thing needs to be just flushed down the toilet and fixed you and should. And, re- and rewrote and redone and everything else. Now, if you want to make it wide open, just like. Like a, whatever the janky series is below NASCAR, each you want to make it that? No, well,
0: it's not. They they run in their same. They have the same exact issues because you can't ever have a feeder series that everyone sees is perfectly fair. There's just no way. They have the same problem.
1: But What I'm saying is not make it no feeder series. It's just a class. It's just wide. It's just wide open. You whatever you want to do. Just 17 rounds. Yeah, but then the
0: yeah. top top dudes go in there and win, and then people are like, they shouldn't be here. That's not fair. Nope. They're racing second tier guys.
1: Well, but it. it doesn't matter. We won't make it that way. We'll just make it one class. Just, why aren't you just ra- why it. aren't you railing against Amart in this scenario? Mm.
0: Mm. Mm. Um,
1: no, uh, a- mm. well, Amart hasn't come close to pointing out at all. Not even he's been hurt. But so. too
2: much money, too many years in the class.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. are you going to yeah. jump in well, on any of that? Are you telling me that like Amart, Jmart, and Jimmy D, who we'll get to in a second, like, are they going to jump to four fifties and have success? With their, bu- I mean Carmichael did it, but okay, you're going to throw me the one dude that you know absolutely defied everybody. Uh, well,
2: I don't know about, I don't know how you define success. I mean, J Mart was decent on a 450 and Supergross, top ten, yeah, almost one Daytona. Like he was okay, yeah, he was okay. But
1: I don't know. I just Good I look up to keep
0: it so You're advocating they should be able to stay. Then sure, I'm so confused. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. You've come full no, no, circle. I'm just saying, cha- like it's it's garbage now. The system is garbage. It's broken. So either go, they're half pregnant right now. Go all the way, make it a legit, just like 450s. And if Barsha wanted to drop down next year, no problem. Or he's, I just picked him at random, or tighten that shit up. Two years out, out. That's it. You're done. Two years in this class, kid, and then you're out. Make it one or the other. The way it is now sucks. Sucks for every. Sucks for the sport and everything else. But don't you hate?
2: Aren't you the one, same one that hates the under 23 rule for MXGP?
1: Yeah, but that's different. That's that's why is it different? Because that's a motocross class. There's only two motocross classes. This is a but I'm regional like, series.
2: But what if what if they had adopted that rule under 23 for Supercross? Would that would that suffice for you?
1: I'd be okay with that because it's a regional series. Okay, uh, I'm just asking. But if you are you if you're going to make it all 17, you know, like 17 round 250 series, then no.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it, apples or orange. I'm just that's saying. What I'm saying. It's, what do you want? Do you want
1: either one? Do something.
2: Okay. I, don't, I personally don't think it's that broken. I don't see anything that terrible. I think we have more pressing issues than that.
0: I think the biggest problem is, and this is why it can never be fixed, until you can make the 22nd place finisher in the 450 class more important, more attention, more popularity, more money than the first place finisher in the 250s, this is the way it's going to be, and it won't ever change. Like, we know it. The triples, now this – The guys who are getting 14th and 15th in the main, fans do not care about them as much as the guy that wins the 250 class. So as long as that is the case, there is only going to be 8 to 10 worthwhile finishing positions and or rides in the 450 class. And if you can't get one of them, you're better off in the 250s. So it would be awesome if Jimmy D could race the 450 class, and if he got 20th every weekend, he was a hero. But unfortunately, he's better off getting third in the 250s. That's the way it works.
1: Follow the NASCAR model. Make the 250 class less viable on TV, make it less popular, make it at a different venue. Do do all of a that stuff, venue. whatever. Do Here we go. do all of that stuff to highlight how how good you got to be to 450 class. Right now, if you're just sitting on the couch, uh Dylan Ferrandis is as good as uh Marvin can. He got the same amount of TV time, he got an interview, he was featured the same way. Nothing was changed. There, if you didn't know any better, you'd be like, "Oh, uh, Dylan Ferrandis won some massive race, and so did Marvin Muscans. Marvin Muskan's level of difficulty for winning that race was twice what Dylan Ferandez's was, but 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 we but nobody we just featured the two hundred and fifty class as much as ever. It's it's fine. So change all that, and I, I put that in my story in my article a couple years ago. Change all that, make it so it doesn't a
0: parody because that's the problem.
1: Okay, well whatever. Let's move on. But it's it's yeah. hurt, probably. Yes but he also is probably taking a dive. Mm-hmm. Can both of those be true? Yep. I think they can.
2: Yep. It's very convenient. Doesn't make
1: it untrue. Right. But it's good timing. All right. Is, uh, is Adam Cesarillo need to be worried? Like Cooper Webb? I don't think so. No, because I think Adam is,
2: uh, a couple things. There, there aren't, as many competitors, I don't think that can jump in there. Colt Nichols is hurt; he was a big one. Uh, there, there really aren't guys that can get in there and battle with those two. With with Nichols going down and Shane going down, really those were the four. Mm-hmm. Those are really the only four. I don't think Dakotas is going to get in between Adam and Dylan. So, the math equation that we love so much is much more applicable in this scenario between those two, with the other two going down to injury. And then Adam. It's not like Adams lost momentum or not riding well. I mean, Dylan, that was the first win of Dylan's career, right? So it's it's he's a, been close. It's so. a bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's he's a been close. A scenario. For and, a, they less, for a when close. and they have first
1: Supercross win it was career. And they have less
2: races to deal with too,
1: right? Uh, Dylan rode really well. Adam, Adam mentioned to me after the race that he felt like Dylan, you know, uh, was able to rip through the pack and have a lot of speed at times, and Adam felt like, hey, I, I actually caught him a little bit, which he did. Um, so I'm, you know perfectly fine with this result type of deal. Yeah, he's fine. He doesn't have yeah. to win every race.
2: He always if he stays on the podium, which he absolutely should, as for the reasons I just mentioned, no big deal. All you got to do is just not not crash in the whoops yeah. so like he didn't practice.
1: Uh, Nichols course. should be
2: okay. I think it was just a well, bruise, but yeah. I think he said if, if he can find a way to walk by the weekend, he's going to race. Yeah. But just because you can race doesn't mean you can go as fast as those two. He hasn't been able to go as fast as those two healthy lately. Right, so. right.
1: Okay. Um... Jimmy D rode well all day. All day long, Jimmy D rode well. Uh, He's killing he, the whoops. Yeah. Really good. Yep. Really, really good job for him. Third. Mosman, fourth. That's a bit of a surprise. Good job for Mosman.
2: Big crashes all day. Yep. Again. Yep. That he is, uh, you can tell he is working hard to elevate his level, and it's paying off, no doubt, mm-hmm. but man, he is paying the price along the way.
1: Blows fifth. Blows fell in the first turn. I didn't realize this. Really? I didn't either. You got fifth after what? falling in the first turn. Great job. Yeah, he told me that after the race. Wow. I'm gonna look at, I'm gonna look at the lap chart right now. Uh, he came around 16th after one lap. 16th.
0: You know, I don't want to get you back on this 250 oh, topic. Okay. Well, <laughs> all, all the different. I, I'm in.
1: I'm in. If you want. I'll, yeah. What? What? What do you got?
0: Well, I mean, all the different angles you are pursuing. From dude should get kicked out, but Amart and J-Mart should stay. No, He's just just Aymar.
1: Just Amart should stay. He <laughs> should be an ambassador. He's an ambassador. <laughs> Right.
0: I really think in, in these arguments, this is what people really want to say: that there should be a height rule. There should be a height rule. <laughs> oh, we, we do not reasonably expect you to be able to ride a four fifty. Well, you're under five foot five. Sorry, you're allowed to stay. I think that's what. I think that's the only way to do it. Height rule.
1: Listen, I, um, I, I just yeah. I, I've said this. Uh, the classes make it wide open, or or okay. tighten it up. We're good. No, but you keep saying like I don't know what you want, I man. I, I don't know. What, I, either one, but not the way it is right now. <laughs>
0: The point I was going to make is, Blows has been really good this year. Like, really good. But, I mean, he's not going to get a look from a a factory team, is he?
1: Oh, hell no. Why would you sign him up? Why?
0: Dude, he's been so good. So solid. So consistent. I mean, okay, first turn crash to fifth is exceptional. But he was good, even in the 450 when he did that a few times. Obviously, the dude knows what he's doing. He's been around forever, battling arena cross. I mean, he's been at this level in the 250 class years ago. But unfortunately, if you were just picking results on paper, he should be in contention for a ride next year. But there's no way that's going to happen because he's 29 or something, right?
2: Well, he he did have a ride. He was looked at by a team. It just happened to be 10 years ago.
0: Well, yeah, 10 years ago. So. Right, at 19 he was getting the shot, but at 29 or whatever he is now, he's not. So that's uh, – Yeah. No, I hate to go back to your point, Matt, no, but like if teams were looking at it as a we want to win and we don't care about developing talent, we would just take this dude.
1: Well, I'm okay with like the Kyle Cunninghams and the Chris Blowses not getting these rides because they have had them and they are yeah. way older. Like, you know, Cunninghams – what's Cunningham, 30? 29, I believe. Okay, so – but it's guys like Osby and Hart like a couple-year pros that will just won't even get looked at, right? And that's, that, that's where I'm just like – that's where I start screaming about amateurs.
2: I don't think that – I don't think Hart Rant f- falls into that. I think he will get a hard look this year. Okay. I do. I don't think Osby so much. Right. But Hart Rant, this is year two of him proving that, hey, like on his day, he can be right in the mix. Yeah. I, I don't think that this ship is sailed for Hart at all.
1: Uh Speaking of uh another guy, Hayes, Jacob Hayes is in that boat too. Uh, yeah. I don't know how old he is, but uh certainly – did he break his hand though, or something? Did, why didn't his super agent tell tell he, us that he had a broken hand? He and Marchbanks
2: hit really hard. Um, both of them, he had pretty much ruined their race. But they were what five, six, something like, something that? like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It definitely looked like Hayes was hurting from something. But they hit hard, and, and it wasn't intentional. <clears throat> um, basically, one guy interpreted the line the other guy was going to take, and the other one cut down, and they hit much harder than they intended, and both of them went down. So. Um,
0: I think he's going to be okay. He was on my flight. There's a couple of warriors on my flight. Um, he sat next to me. He says, his hand is not broken. There might be something else wrong oh, with okay. it, but he's pretty sure. All right. But there was another warrior who had crutches when he left the stadium on Saturday night and then Sunday morning left the crutches at the hotel.
1: That's what he does.
0: That's- manned up. And got on that plane. That's what Justin he does. Braden, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. No man friends, no entourage. Um- Just pure heart.
1: Lopes was having a good race. Lopes was having a really good race for a long time, and just mentioned that he got tired. Just Mm -hmm. he's not used to that pace and riding that well, riding up fast up front. The Geico guys started next to each other and then crashed together. Hampshire and McAdoo. Um, Hampshire
2: had a wild ride in those whoops.
1: Hampshire, like, dude, I'm sorry, man. He's he's got to get this thing done. Like, he should be better. He should be better. He's th- not gotten a podium I all think, year. I think
2: he was at the beginning. I mean, he he knocked down AC, got fourth at the first round. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just hasn't hasn't been clicking lately. I do think outdoors. I think he'll be good. I mean, he was really strong at the end of last summer, like right. race winning level. It just
1: it seems like he makes mistakes.
2: Yep. A I lot. don't think I don't think Supercross has ever come easy for him. Right. Ever. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think outdoors it'll be it'll come much smoother and, and it just fits his riding style a little better.
1: Uh, Jerry was there. Jerry had
2: a rough day too. Man, did he ever! Oh, Jerry, put him in the main event. Jerry definitely Jerryed.
1: Yeah, he in did in Seattle. Even though he had a butt patch, that says Jerry's not gonna Jerry. Jerry did Jerry. Yeah, it was a return to the vintage Jerry, which is not a good. Well, thing. no, I no vintage Jerry wouldn't make the main. He would have just augured and done. Been yeah, done. that's true. Right? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Anaheim Jerry though. No, it no, no. No, Jerry. no, it wasn't January Jerry. No, it was not January Jerry. Um, Starling rode well. Got a 10th. Good job for that. Wageman with an 11th. A yeah. For he Wageman. Was good. Yeah. He, he was good. He was good, man. That's that's nice to see. March Banks, uh, uh introduced himself to me this week and then said, I just want you to know that my dad listens to your show and, and you said that I wasn't happy after my second in San Diego. I was very happy. That's just the way we are. I said, okay. Like we as in? Him and his dad are both that way. Okay. Like, yeah. But because he, he was not, press conference was just like. Yeah, I just felt Not really good. I'm yeah. just like, dude, you just got second, killed it. So, anyways, nice kid, nice guy. Um,
2: he works with uh, Tedesco. Tedesco is yeah. like always with him. Yeah, which yep. is cool. I think I think a lot of those kids could use a a presence like that. Guys have just been through it and done it and can ab- huh. help you avoid the pitfalls.
1: Yep. Um, 250 LCQ. So uh, Jorgensen hits mm-hmm. Howell. No, Howell right way hits way Jorgensen yep. in the turn, takes the spot back. Jorgensen gets knocked off the track, grabs some gears, passes Howell back while Howell is in the air in the triple, and RC thinks it's fine to do that. I thought it was a good move. After the after the of course after the race, Howell gets the spot, the last spot. Jorgensen misses out, get, comes, becomes just short. Um, I don't. And I know my Twitter feed too also exploded with people saying. What's wrong with that? I'm, I'm like, are you people high?
2: <laughs> I thought it could have gone either way. I really do. I, I, I tend to agree with the ruling. I think they got it right. But I could have seen them letting it go. Basically, what? like, you, you you know, Howell contacted him. In a legal pass. Knocked him off the track. In a legal pass. Nothing okay. wrong with that okay. pass. But yeah. he was forced off the track by contact. Okay. That's what I'm saying.
1: Okay. Therefore. So pull in
2: behind the guy that had passed you. I'm just saying, I think the contact could have, in some pseudo-backwards world, talked the powers you, of V into saying that, yeah, he didn't have anywhere to go. You cannot
1: miss a triple.
2: Factory teams can. <laughs> Weege.
0: Yeah, I agree that uh, he lost the position. He gained the position back by racing through the infield. Um, <laughs> I, but I guess if there's...
1: That's all I'm saying. What? Right right there, you just captured all my feelings right there. You you, you captured back a position by missing a triple.
0: Like, I, Yeah, I, yeah, I, that's, that's the way I saw it. Now, what makes it a tough call is that, uh, like, the moment he was going off the track, they were almost side by side. Like, it wasn't like the pass was completely completed at that point. It was, like, very close still. But overall, he was going to be passed, and then he ended up ahead.
1: Right, so. right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I understand how Ricky can say, like, he wasn't happy with that ruling. I don't yeah. understand how you can say, like, well, <laughs> I mean, c- can you just, you know, screw up and pin it behind a, beside a whoop section and then pull in and you're fine? In the
2: end, I think they got it right. I Of just, course they did. It wouldn't have blown me away if they had said it was forced contact. Oh, but. boy.
1: Um, all right. <laughs> what else? Anything else? 250-wise? I'm good. All right, JT. Mm. We're, on to, no, we're, I think, we're uh, on to Houston. I think Adam's going to finally do it. Yeah, he looks good. He looks great. He was asking me before the day started. He's like, and I think this has already been decided, but he's like, he's what should I do next year? I'm like, what? He said, what, what, what should I do, man? And I'm like, well, if they're going to throw a ton of money at you, stay down. And he's like, they're not. I said, then move up.
2: Yeah, I would I agree. With and that.
1: I said to him, "Do you think years from now, you look back and be like, like I never got it? Like I said, if you don't win the the champion the motocross championship this year, mm-hmm. I said, do you feel like you need another shot at that to complete the resume?" He goes, "No." Yeah. I go, "All right." You know, it's,
2: it's funny. We talked to Damon Bradshaw, uh, the Fly Racing Radio Show, on Saturday in Seattle, and. We asked him, What would you do? And he, and his answer was very obvious. He moved up after one year, right? So he's like yeah. immediately like Yeah. He needs to go to four fifty, like now. Yeah. But you know, then there's the other side of the coin where a guy like Ricky Carmichael has been on record for years saying, If you're questioning it, stay down. You should be more than prepared. and I think he's pulling he's drawing from his own experiences where he moved up and he wasn't quite ready and he really struggled early. Uh he he's on the opposite side where he's like you should be so over-prepared to move up that way, ensuring your success.
1: I know Ricky. I'm not saying who's right or wrong. I know Ricky struggled, like quote unquote struggled in 99. Like Mm -hmm. he led races. He crashed. He got. He he crashed, but he led races. He was super fast and he won uh, outdoors, 250 outdoors. Small bike. Did he go back down? Yeah. Oh, he went back down. Yes, you're right. So like he, he did crash a ton and all that, but dude, he was fine. Like,
2: I don't know. I, I don't think – if you look at his success story a year or two later, it was a really rough yeah. transition. I mean,
1: he went undefeated in 98. No, I'm not dude, saying he like,
2: moved up early. I'm, like, I'm just like, saying you're talking about two legends of the sport that did it right, very differently, right. and they're completely opposite opinions right. of the same subject. Right. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, so that's what I told Adam. Not that he really cares or whatever. I'm like, if you feel like you need to get a national championship – for your legacy, mm-hmm. and they're going to offer you a ton of money, stay down. And he's like, no, they're not going to do either yeah. one. I would, so. if it were me, and I would,
2: I was advising him, like I'm sure Nick Way is. Uh, I would make sure that, you know, a, they're not going to offer me crazy money for one more go around on the 250 because I do think he would make a lot of money next year in bonuses, and he would be the favorite going in in both series. But b, similar to Aaron Plessinger, I would make sure I had a long term deal. I would want three years of the 450. Just in case next year doesn't go that great, Mm -hmm. there is no urgency. Right, you have plenty of opportunity to get to where you need to be. If hey man, shoot, I should have stayed down one year, one more year. It doesn't matter. I got two more to figure it out. Yep. So that would be my only advice.
1: Yep. What do you think, Weech?
0: Yeah, I was uh, in favor of staying down just because I figured it's it's guaranteed money, it's guaranteed results, and the 450 class will always be there. But I could see it the other direction. And to me, the big difference between Carmichael's situation and Adams, it was only three. Or it was only two whole seasons for Carmichael in 125 Supercross, 97 and 98. Yep. Uh, that's really not a lot. I mean, Adam, he's missed some with injury, but he's still had a lot of full seasons. He's done three in a row now, did some of 14. So he's a lot older. Right. So I think it's a little bit different than Carmichael's wow. uh, situation.
1: I just guess it's a, if you're questioning it, was it would but, be the only thing. Yeah. There was a rider who took Ricky down in 97 that probably, you know, made him really regret moving up. Right. So.
0: Yeah, it, but what happened to that rider at the end of 97?
1: That rider pointed out.
0: Yes, yeah, he's pointed out, forced up.
1: Yep. He joined Jugger not knowing Yamaha. Yep. Uh, he tried to write a, a letter to Duke Finch to stay down, and Duke told him to pound sand. <laughs> so that's, All where, right. that's where that went. So, All right. But, but, guys, that, but that rider never took a dive. Just point it out. Would you guys agree though that this is the first year where you're like, man, Adam's
2: got it figured out? It's not like he's oh, just yeah. Been, yeah, he's yeah. had the puzzle put together and it's like, man, he's just really he's taking this two fifty class for everything it's worth. This is the first year I would be like, man, he he could actually do it. Before I'd be like, there's oh, a, for like, sure. he's nowhere near ready. Like he's crashing his brains out on a two fifty. What about a four fifty? Yeah. He's
1: still been exciting at times, but he has smoothed out. Oh, he's awesome! Yeah, yep.
2: he. I and mean, he yep. had two big crashes this weekend. But this year, he's finally got it. I mean, he threw away a race in Anaheim 2. There have still been moments where it's yeah. yeah. like, "Come yeah. on, Adam! Yeah. Like, what yeah. are you doing? What are you doing?" But this is, I mean, this is really the first year of any maturity or him approaching the series mm-hmm. in a way that a champion needs to. Well,
1: when I was down there in the fall and we were filming our epic two-part finding Stu series, I worked with him a lot.
2: I'm sure you did. Yes, yep. that was the difference.
1: Yeah, I. Wow, I got. We talked a lot about the sport and everything else. So.
0: That helped.
1: Yeah, I think so. I do. Yep. Okay. All right. We're on to Houston Triple Crown. Triple Crown. We're back. Very exciting. How's the
2: How's the reception from the riders evolving? I, you guys talk to more riders than I do. I talk to certain ones a lot. Uh, the Triple Crown's kind of the same. Like, man, it's a lot of riding, but yeah, whatever. It's only a few a few of them. You guys talk to anybody after Detroit to see if that's changed at all? Same feelings. I think. Uh,
0: I don't think anything yeah. significant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. I think. I think at this point, it is what it is. Everybody's been through it five times. Yeah.
2: I think the one yeah. thing that they need to, as and when I say they, I mean Dirtworks and Feld, in these triple crown events, do everything you possibly can to make the first turn as safe as possible. That that would be my advice because your your chances of an issue go up exponentially because of so many racing so many races so that that would be the one suggestion i had and nobody cares what i think but just do everything possible to lessen the the risk of the first turn and first maybe even the first straightaway uh in a race where you have to do it six times
0: i gotta
1: go all right weather report jt for houston should be good 72
2: and uh i'm gonna say overcast as in a roof
1: Fantastic Uh, Fly Racing Racer X Podcast Presented by Maxis Alpine Stars And Slick Wash Thanks Weege Thanks JT Thanks guys See ya
0: Thanks for listening To the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil cylinders as a factory part (laughs) for it. Handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if,
1: if it hadn't been there. The
0: Hurricane, Bob Anna.
1: I love the guy. I don't dislike,
2: I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern day guys in so Switzerland, or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike, you're not beating Roger, are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in the days, they're fools. They're different
0: bikes, different times. The beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry.